One, five, three. Mm. Perfect. Hello, welcome to Animondays. You look tired. And it's still Animondays. We're not Americans. I feel tired. Well, you, you. Mm. <laughs> welcome to Online Bingo, coming at you live from the Church of Satan. Our opening hymns, Animonday News. Calming the crowds, our simpleton of the dank dominion, High Priest Donord. Busting down the door, call the cops, because there's a party animorph on the loose called Neenorf. I'm your best friend, Ronan. Let's go get drunk and talk about my feelings. Praise be unto us. <laughs> We're not, like, begging for your worship. We're telling you to. This week on the show, we watch Senenjoyu, Voltage Fighter Gaokaiser, and Mob Psycho 100. Mob Psycho 420. Mm-hmm. Because he saw some ghosts because of Dank Cash. Or Kush. Is it Dank Mob Johnny Psycho Cash. 100 or is it Mob Psycho Hyaku? Mob Psycho 100. Okay. <laughs> That's my truth. <laughs> uh, welcome to the show. If this is your first time joining us, I am so sorry. Guys, now please, as this is uh, the start of the show, please tell me what you've been up to this week. And when I tell you that is boring, tell me more information. <laughs> wow, that's a real curveball, Roman. Yeah, you know, I'm throwing you off your feet. I, I've just, I've, I'm completely. I am sweeping you off your feet like the princess you are. I feel like Nina should take this one. Okay. Uh, well, I made muffins. Oh God damn it! Go on. I'm actually <laughs> going to push for details. Oh, okay. Fuck yeah! I love muffins. What kind All of muffins? Right. Were they blueberry? Tell me they were blueberry. No, they weren't. Oh. They were quite simple. I just made marble muffins. Marbles? You put marbles in muffins? No. What the hell is marble wrong with muffins. you? Muffins. Basically, you have Marlboro, ha- like they've seen Marlboro muffins. No. Oh, oh, these muffins are so deliciously Marble. smoked. Oh, oh right. you made stone muffins. <laughs> no, you have half chocolate, half normal, and then you mix them and What's them normal? Together. Like normal the- chocolate? No. I am so confused right now. <laughs> can you bring some in next week so yes. I can prove that these are a thing? Yes. I'll bring some in oh, if sweet. I have to. I just talked us into getting free muffins. Why am I whispering this to Nina? Oh my god! <laughs> it's okay, I was planning on doing it at some sweet. point anyway. I miss um, baking so much. It's so much fun. Yeah, it's really it's like it's hard, but when you get it right, fuck, you get a cake out of it. Exactly. Yeah. It's and you the get best. to eat it all by yourself. I share mine. <laughs> the ultimate reward. With, with your oh, cat. Are you doing it wrong? No, I share mine because I experimentally bake. And I'm like, I have no <laughs> idea whether this would be delicious or it might kill me. Hey, want to try something I baked fresh? <laughs> yeah, I'd love to, Ronan. I'm a good man. Please don't die. You're a great son. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah, well, I was on a podcast. So was I. Yeah. Wow, you know, can, like- can, can, <laughs> one of these days, can I have some separate news from the two of you? <laughs> I made a muffin. Yeah, you, you made a muffin. You <laughs> made one muffin. 22 times. <laughs> okay, that, that changes things a little bit. <laughs> Is that the best way to phrase that? I was on a podcast for one minute for over 60 minutes. <laughs> you mean together like or separately? Two and a half hours. It was a bloody marathon session. Yeah. That sounds like fun. Yeah. Did you guys get free energy drinks, complimentary muffins? No. Afraid not. Well, what a bunch of jerks. But we did get Are we starting a podcast beef? <laughs> Perhaps. Uh, we're going up against a podcast with about 50,000 more listeners than we have. Oh my God. That means they must have 100,000 listeners. That's, that's, that's actually rounding our listener base down to zero. But, you know. <laughs> I don't think we can round it up to zero yeah. <laughs> I mean if it's less than five you have to round down so um, nonetheless because you don't think of our listeners as people <laughs> no they're just numbers on a goddamn Excel spreadsheet oh, that's all we need we need these for marketing research <laughs> what about you Ronan what did you do this week uh, this week uh, I did a few things um, I, I went on site for work it turns out that um, 
you know, like natural gas and stuff. Mm. That stuff is incredibly loud and will make you go deaf. Gas is loud. Yeah, when you're changing pressures and stuff. Oh, okay. Like, uh, if you want to get into it, it's like atmospheric pressure. If you have like 60 times it, you go down to like four or whatever. Numbers aren't important, but that shit gets hella loud. Like, I go to heavy metal concerts because they're fun and I can hear better in them. <laughs> and this nearly drove me to being completely deaf. Wow. Yeah, it was I do fun. Always it, was a, it was a good 90 decibels of fun. Sweet. I do always hear screaming when I turn on the hob. So I'm glad to know I'm not alone. <laughs> yeah, and whenever I close my eyes, it's just nothing but Vietnam flashbacks. I know. Uh, I also got some very nasty food poisoning, which was so much fun. And I started rebooting my entire music collection because, fuck it, why not? <laughs> it's it's re- about... Is reboot the word you were searching for there? Pretty much, yeah. You're starting from scratch? Uh... In a sense, seeing as I'm changing absolutely everything, like file names and shit oh, wow. like that. So it's, it's, it's a lot of work, and it's not rewarding in the slightest. It's a page one rewrite. Mm-hmm. But mm. it, that's what I'm doing, so it's going to take up probably the rest of my life. <laughs> Lovely. So, do you want to kick this bad boy off? What have you been watching this week? Ah, oh, shit. Yeah, you know how we do. We watch TV, so you don't have to. Shout out to Porridge. Peace. So, this week's show was Legend of Basara, but it met an untimely demise. <laughs> I was the only one who actually watched it, is hey, what he's trying to say. I tried. I just didn't try hard enough. <laughs> um, no, Ro- yeah, Ronan, you you got through about half an episode and fell asleep? No, I, I got through the pilot, and then, uh, like, this was about maybe two in the morning on a Saturday mm. well, maybe, maybe it was this morning I can't remember yeah. like I got home too late from work so I was like oh will I watch something or will I actually get seven hours of sleep like I need to function as a human being Yeah. so I decided oddly enough that I'd actually sleep mm. I'm, I mean, I'm pulling I, these mad I hours I tried god I really tried god, I think I got about three and a half episodes in it felt like a weird epic and I just don't think I was ready for that it was just I needed some of that calm stuff like I wanted chewing gum for the mind I couldn't even read half the subs on the version I was watching because they just get cut off at the bottom of the screen oh that's your own fault it's totally my own fault but it just seemed like cookie cutter 90s fantasy anime and I, I couldn't you I just, hate fantasy I couldn't bring myself to watch another three and a half hours of it from what you I can't stand watched. fantasy anyway can that, you? no I like I like berserking parts I mean <laughs> no the not was okay Attack on Titan I like that's fantasy no it's not is it not? Not really. Yeah, kind of. I mean, not really. What's, what's something else fantasy that I've... I'm sure I've seen other fantasy things. You hate like. Avatar. I don't hate Avatar. I just... I feel like that's a shameful secret right there. That's okay. just a horrible admission. I just... Did that just means you're less... Never found being. it interesting. Because you're bad. I know. <gasps> I can't I believe try. friends. I think we watched like the first season. And we watched the first four episodes. That is not true. We yeah. watched more than that. We got to episode five and you said, can we stop? Oh, Yeah. I, I don't know. I am so disappointed in you. I'm not even surprised anymore. <sighs> but yeah, and that being said, I personally really enjoyed Legend of Bizarre. Um I think it had some potential, but the first episode yeah. was really brutal. Like, I yeah. mean, I wouldn't give it a super high ranking and the ending was kind of eh, um, because it's not It kind of starts nowhere and it ends nowhere and the middle's kind of good. No, it's more like <laughs> it doesn't end. That. Oh, I hate that. It's spun off for a second season that never appeared. Kind of, because the manga went on, and the manga got really good ratings. Oh, shit. It's just that it stopped at a place where it really shouldn't have stopped. The end. (laughs) I think that's the only place it's uh, actually meant to stop. Can you you, you give us a quick 30-second rating of the show? Uh, Rating? Three. Okay, sorry. A short review. Is there a point, considering the two of you haven't seen it? 
To well, be honest, I don't think I'm well, going to Well, generally speaking, the point of a podcast is to uh, Talk? impart information to the listener. So What the hell is a listener? You actually watch the show, if you'd okay. like to talk about it for a second. Um, okay, so there's a set of twins, Tatara and S- Sarasa, who were born and Tatara was proclaimed to be the Tartar chosen sauce. one. <laughs> Tatara. Tartar sauce. Basically, <laughs> he's being told, you're the chosen one who is going to save us from the Red King. And Sarasa is kind of like, so the Red King so, is... Okay, my brother is important. Nobody really cares about me, which does seem to be sort of the case. Except then Tatara dies and Sarasa is like, well, crap, I'm, I'm his identical twin and they need the hope. So she cuts off her hair and is like, I am Tatara. And somehow nobody notices. And even she questions this and kind of like, is there going, how did nobody notice that I'm not him? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a chick. <laughs> they, I am literally in drag right now. that dense? But I am a warrior of the desert. You've and I am a strong, independent life. woman who don't need no man, except for the times when I actually do. Well, the sad, <laughs> sad part is uh, she does meet a handsome young man in a hot spring. Who takes and, her um, away from this horrible world. Not quite, no. Um, he's being a bit rapey. Okay. Well, not actually doing... Just a bit too but, forcefully um, forward. Yes, and she punches him in the face, and he's like, I'm in love with you now. You punch <laughs> me in the face. The only person to ever do so, marry me. As is and she's I, like, no, uh, that, I think that's a perfectly valid reason for a man to do anything. If a woman ever punches you in the face, I will naturally fall in love with her. Yeah. But basically... I mean, even if I'm not doing anything, I'm like walking down the street going, oh shit, someone made muffins, and I just get punched in the face. I'm and like, she takes oh. your wallet and it's like, wow. And she's, what like, an angel. she's like, your money or your life, as she pulls out a gun. I'm like, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> but here's the problem see, um, she is sworn to kill the Red King because he is killed he a her Martian or like a Native American or some brother, other horrible term for the, the... Japanese? Oh, okay. Um, Except... So it's not a racist name. <laughs> ...that the Red King is actually that said guy whom she met. In Simply the, in Red Oscar. King. She doesn't know this. He doesn't know that she's the rebel he's trying to kill. And both of them fall in love and there's a problem. Except neither of them know throughout the entire series and they never find out. Well, wow. oh, So what you're saying is this owes a heavy debt to butt attack, punish a girl, go to man. <laughs> it seemed to go that way a little Wait, bit. Wait, I'm confused. Just on the, on the romance side of things. Oh, no. But, but in the meantime, she still ca- kicks ass. Right. Yeah, okay, so um, it's good action. Like, by, by herself, and he's doing his own thing. And turns out he's not actually as terrible a ruler as it seems. He's a he's just bit harsh. too bloodthirsty. Um, yes. He's a kid. But he, does, he's a stupid he kid. is trying to make the country a better place. Which involves wiping out homeless people who live in the desert. I mean, no. say what you want about the Red King, but the trains ran on time. There were no trains in the desert. <laughs> I know, the one thing Same I'm really difference. confused at is, did the Red King have red pubes? No, that's not the joke format, no! <laughs> Did he read books? <laughs> I love it when I do jokes backwards. Find out in season to cross two. the fucking road. Where is this chicken? Really quickly, so I that, that covers everything definitely that I've seen in the first three and a half episodes. So oh, what okay. actually happened in the series after that? Oh, well... Wanders um, around a bit. She dies of malnutrition. There, there's a couple of different things. So she needs to find the four sacred swords. She already has Byako. She only has um, two hands. She, she finds Zuzaku. Um, she gets Serio at the end but she doesn't have the last one which is Genku which uh, those four are actually, are actually based off the uh, four Chinese um, gods of the regions I believe okay um, so there's a bit of mythology thrown in there yeah does it feel forced no no that actually works because okay. once you know that there's four you know the other ones by name in, in, in immediately and you know what they stand for I um, hate a forced narrative the problem then <laughs> is that there's a couple of different arcs 
that don't really connect to the Red King stuff. Like there's like a the thing Green with King pirates. and the Blue King and there's that guy actually, with a Monopoly hat. Fact is that Japan has been split off into different parts Japan? of the Empire. I thought they went to... Oh, no, no, this, no, this is Japan, 21st yeah. century Japan. This is where it started to lose that me at the very beginning future. of the yeah. show. As in, <laughs> as in future, dystopian future, where our present has no impact whatsoever. So it's and back it's, to year zero, like? Yes. Like, it, it's almost like a full reset of the world. Just keeping names and countries kind of <laughs> okay let's wipe Some... out everything humans have ever done except for place names let's keep those it's mm. a bit like I'd a... like to keep fox and geese and north dublin because I think that's the best place I've ever heard I like it, mm. it it's a bit like they tried to make a historical thing with, without having to make it historical <laughs> let's make it fantasy but uh, let's just have people know where it is in north japan and south Japan but basically what happens there is that um, the Red King also has four half-brothers the, oh this is getting really confusing the Blue this, King and, and some others this feels and like a Machiavellian the, plot thread right here like let's just expand the cast to be Game of Thrones-esque large and the Blue King sets a plot to uh, get rid of the Red King and tries to get Tatara to join him and Zarazar goes over and she's like, I'm not going to join you, but there's the whole thing of her. In there are so many colours going on in this. They kill the person who claims to be the Blue, blue King and that's basically where it ends. Okay, so nice. it's kind of halfway through. Yeah, it doesn't feel like there was any closure there. No. But the Blue King was a much worse king than, than the Red King. That much is... Well, Red is obvious. a better colour. Team Red. <laughs> okay. Team Mystic. Oh, get out of here! So what yes. is wrong with so you? So, so final score. Um, if it wasn't like for the manga, like as a story itself, I would have said eight because it was a really good story and it was. Did done you read the manga well. separately? Um, I've started it. Yeah. Oh. As okay. So like it anime, must have left some sort of impression. Yeah. On as for the anime, it's a seven because mm. it's still. I, I still really enjoyed it. I think it's good. How did it hold up for uh, 19... What, 98? 98, yeah. Yeah. Why did I start on 19? I'm like, 1940s. <laughs> oh, I, I do believe this was <laughs> Industrial Revolution era. Like, it was just passed out of steam machines. Give me something else that was made during that. Uh, Cowboy Bebop, uh, Trigun. Uh, uh, yeah. Evangelic was 95. Uh, was, um, 98 was... Um, Generator Gold? That was 98, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So was Outlaw Star. Like a, a couple of very big names came I'd say out there. A better than Generator Call in terms of art <laughs> hey. style. So uh. did it hold up well? Like, looking back at it, it didn't look like shoving turds into your eyes. Well, their eyes are a bit weird, but that's the only part that bothered me slightly. Yeah, and fine. it's not too bad. Okay. All right, there you go. So what did we watch instead of that show? Because we didn't have time. <laughs> Sen and Joyu, which uh, is another uh, uh, animation from the same studio that brought you the likes of Paprika... Paprika is a lot of fun. Perfect blue. Yeah. All that yeah. good stuff. Like the stuff that kind of I don't know, it's 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 half psychological, you could say. Like it gets it gets like into the re- is it the recesses or the recesses Recess, of your mind? Recesses. Into the ruckuses of your mind. Mm. And it causes the recess. Alcus. Am I getting those two confused? Perhaps. It causes the TV show recess in your mind. It yes, it does indeed. And it's I suppose what it is is really a a lovely human drama with elements fantastical elements that you could only include via animation or at least uh, that, that, lend, that, that lend themselves to animation they, they wouldn't be impossible for live action but it's just it's re- it plays with your expectations of what you're watching really really nicely yeah you can't trust your 
you like just pure vision you have to kind of put the story together for yourself but they mm. give it to you in a way that it's just it's accessible yeah it's just really artistically engaging exactly so many like uh like motifs going on like she's she's a film star and there's a lot of different films going on and like it's, maybe yeah, yeah we'll give it a, we'll give it a, a plot summary so what's the name of her main character oh uh chioko chioko okay so it's about so essentially what it's about is um a documentary filmmaker who is a longtime fan of a actress known as chioko a actress i like uh, how we're saying so American. a well actor actually if you want to be isn't an politically correct about it yeah. um hmm? so yeah, close. An, an, an actor uh so basically this this actor has been in in more or less in hiding in a cabin up in the countryside for the last 30 years but she was a very very famous movie star in her, her prime in her youth and so this documentary filmmaker drives up and gets an exclusive interview with her and um, to talk about her time in this famous Japanese studio which is being decommissioned and torn down and so she sort of starts to reminisce about her life because she he brings her uh, a key that he sort of managed to managed to acquire uh, by chance when uh, they, had, when they had a, yeah when they had an encounter earlier earlier like 30 years previously and so she's so grateful that he re- that he returned this key to her um, because the key was so central to her life that she begins to sort of re- recall her life story from when she aren't they interviewing her for her life story though yeah they were interviewing her for a documentary but um but I suppose maybe she opens up to him more because she oh hey the remem- key to yeah, my story the key to my story and, and I, I remember you I kind of remember that you worked in the same studio well, as me and you were a runner and she started. only remembers this towards the end towards the end once, <laughs> when she explicitly once, tells once, once she realises this specific point at which they they had their their meeting hey I was in your life too ah yes yeah. you now I remember you now that you've told me I should but the fun part of it is um it, it's constantly cutting back to Chioko's uh, career and you're never quite sure if what you're seeing is a, a, a part of a film Sometimes the director will yell cut, and something that you thought was a, a story from her life ends up just being a it's scene from a film. It's hugely deconstructed. Yeah. Like, I mean, just the scene ends, and you're like, oh, that was all a play. It's a play within a play. Yeah. And, and other times, fantastical things will happen, and they'll actually have been stories from her life. And the whole time. You can't like, tell which is which. Genya, who is the documentary filmmaker, and his funny sidekick cameraman are actually following her through her memories and they're kind of giving a running commentary on what's going on they start off as just observers but then mm. they become characters within the story well, and then they so directly affect them cameraman as mm. Genya I mean he's a cameraman he's meant to be an observer that's mm. the yeah. whole purpose of a camera like isn't like, it Genya takes on well, or, or to the, take the part of one of the characters from the stories whereas <laughs> the, the cameraman is just there going what the hell is going yeah, on yeah 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 I could identify with the trying to focus um, so yeah so essentially <laughs> <laughs> what do you think his name would, would be do you think uh, his name would be Otto Focus Otto Focus I actually think his name was T-Bone Wang <laughs> but uh, so so, it, so basically the, the, the central story of, Ch- of Chioko's um, past is that she encountered this man who was seemed to be running from the law he, he was, was like a human rights protester yeah he, was, he, yeah he was a protester against the regime and, so, and this would have been what 30s, the 30s China yeah it looks like yeah, 1930s, Japan. 1930s Japan. I thought she went to China for a little while. No, no, she lived in Japan at the time. But she did. Oh, yeah, she did. Yeah. She did move to China, Man- Manchuria, for a while. Yeah, oh, that's um, right. to follow him. But but essentially, oh, they right. this, yeah, yeah. this chance the meeting, and, then. and he's got a canvas uh, because he's he's a he's a painter who sympathizes with the rebels, um, and so she helps him escape, and then he gives her this key and says it's really important. And so she, she doesn't tell her what it opens. He doesn't though. tell her what it opens. No, but uh, she basically makes it her life's mission to find him and return the key. And, uh, also kind of half 
falling in love with the idea of him. Yeah, oh, it's, I it's, would say fully falling in love with him. It's heavily romanticized. Like, Absolutely. It's yeah. not really him, it's the idea of him. Yeah. Because let's we get, never, let's get we into never some really deep stuff. get a clear look at his face. No, yeah, you don't need a look at his face. And she doesn't remember it either, so that's probably yeah. why. Yeah. I always think that's a really nice... Um, it's quite plot, a bittersweet story when someone who's like really in love with someone and then they forget their face because it's been so long since they've seen them that's always <sighs> a bit that's always really sad no I think it's really creepy yeah it is creepy but it's 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 powerful ugh I think it's repulsive yeah okay well I mean we're disagreeing on that one Ronan. you Honestly, know what let's like disagree louder into the microphone that's fair um, I've got the levels just perfect thank you very much can you clap louder into the microphone I can of course bam or IP Good. headphone users. Now, <laughs> PC let's, Master Race? Uh, <laughs> and let's start with what we loved. Do you want to no, uh, get to start? Do I want to start? Ah, I've been talking for the last five minutes. Nina, you start. I think Ronan should start because I was talking about five, for the five minutes before that. So, Ronan! God damn it, it's my turn to get on the mic and spit it. And whether you about like to admit it, I just shit it better than 99% of you rappers out there. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> damn it, I know the next line. Uh, is that an Eminem song? I feel like. Now it you is. wonder why these kids who did these albums like Valley. Careful, if we, if we sing anymore, we have to pay royalties. Yeah. God, at the rate I'm going when I'm 30. That's actually not too far away. That's really sad. At the rate you're going when you're 30, you'll be dead. Yeah, I really thought 30 was a very long time away when Eminem first sang that. But anyway, yes, what did you love, Ronan? Uh, I suppose, like, um. Like when I'm looking at something, I don't really care too much about like the what you call camera angles and stuff, like where it's drawn and stuff, like the production. Cinematography, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's call it that. Uh, I'm just more about like that cold hard narrative, like what people are doing, like specifically what dialogue is saying, like facial expressions and stuff like that. Mm. This was so top notch. Like everything feels so human. Mm. Uh, you said there was a bit of rotoscoping in there a bit earlier. Mm, yeah, there was. There was plenty. I mean, a lot, a lot of the full body movements. Yeah, you it was. See they, it was so fluid mm. though. I barely even realized it was rotoscoping. It's an absolutely. Go- it's a really gorgeous way of doing things because I mean, keyframe animation is great. It really has its place, and it's in. I would say like ninety percent of. Yeah, anime, I mean, it's, it's bread and butter. When you see those lovely, smooth, realistic full body motions that you only get from rotoscoping, oh, which it is, looks so nice. Yeah, which is when, which is when you, you you photograph a person making the movements you want to animate, and then you mm. draw over each individual frame. It just it, it lends a really organic feel to a piece, especially something like this where it's so fantastical. Mm. There's so many art styles in this. Like so so many things are happening. There's so many different eras. There's so many different costumes. Yeah, there is so much detail in every character. Even mm. like the mooks who are just like holding spears going like um what era is this I think there are samurai around here like yeah. even them like each one of their like uh, I suppose like armor plates mm. you can see the individual plates on it it's really impressive and the one thing I really really gotta say is oh, the, by far the best thing in the whole uh, the whole movie it's the color scheme when she's riding in this wagon mm. and it's just everything is just so beautiful like yeah. it's a full on feast for the eyes and I did not realise how starving I was <laughs> your eyes were hungry yeah. yeah by the end of it my eyes were so full they were throwing up <laughs> they were they were throwing up <laughs> they tears they were throwing up tears yeah. uh, but I have to say like oh my god like stills from that alone would make an incredible painting let alone an actual show and seeing like movie uh, yeah let's get it right I'm a perfectionist mm. that's why I do an anime podcast once a week <laughs> uh, but I have to say that one scene it's it's gonna stick like it, these these films uh, like Paprika and things like they all kind of have a, a similar feeling to them but like this one oh they, they hit everything perfect in this yeah because like I mean the other ones are meant to make you feel a bit unnerved and you can't really trust, trust your perceptions that's the whole vibe they're going for mm. this one I just wanted to trust my perception so much rather yeah. than go like oh no I just believe this because like oh it could go wrong with this I'm like I really hope she finds him 
I know, yeah. And the funny thing was, a lot of her scenes in the films that she was shooting seemed to refer to him. Yeah, they're always yeah. the dialogue. Like the emotion that she was giving in the scene was clearly based on her relationship to this guy. It's every every scene you pick like, is just furthering her story rather yeah. than their story. Yeah. The, the past, the, the flashbacks into the movies were, was actually just telling her story through yeah. the different films. But you, but then you got to play with uh, color palettes and different styles because, like, you'd be in feudal Japan in one scene, and then you'd be in industrial you know, era, industrial eras, and then spa- like the space you got to age. see like post-war Japan, so like mm. everything's like economic downturn or like the rise of fascism there or things like that. Was it fascism or is it uh, communism? Oh, uh, and then like you see the rebels in China and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, there is yeah. just so much going on. There's just so many ideas to play around with. It's just perfect looking. And talking about that, actually, the, the transitions from one era to the other were so, so fluid, fluid and mm. beautiful. Like you just open a curtain and you're there. Yeah. Exactly. There was just something that wiped across the screen in a very natural way and it just completely changed everything and, and it took you a moment to realise. Do you remember, um, uh, what was it? It was an ad for, I, I think it was uh, Gillette or some stupid, uh, oh no, it was, it was the body shave or whatever it was. Oh, Old Spice. Oh, Old Spice, Do you remember, do you remember yeah. like, how fluid that stupid thing was like, I'm yeah. on a horse. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah, just yeah. one man, solid back, tape. back to me, now back to you, man, now yeah. back to me. Yeah. Yeah, it yeah. really felt like that because mm. I mean there was it was like it was no double takes it was just, just yeah just one take one take only and just yeah. like us just, yeah one take no post no all all artistic <laughs> no professional that anime was done live <laughs> completely live it was an incredible concept though yeah like, I've oh my never god seen like, anything quite like it this is a fucking art film that I I really liked yeah I love I love that it managed to inject pace and excitement and story into something that was essentially just two lads sitting down to talk to an old washed up actress with nothing left to live for yeah but holy crap like I want to buy this film now this is how much I like this is the kind of thing that would scrub up so well on Blu-ray you just watch it and just let the art sink in it's so nice oh okay Donald do you want to say what you loved yeah well I just as I sort of mentioned the expressivity of that animation style from that studio is it's so nice it's so unique you really don't see like character designs like that in, anim- in any other Place, kind of yeah, anime yeah, it's, it's it definitely yeah. anime but you don't you don't see it so often um, yeah cinematography was, was really really good he said they played perceptions really really well well I'm thinking more like yeah like mental perceptions rather than yeah. actual, like uh, visual ones but like the the, col- the certain colour palettes were amazing because clearly they were hearkening back to the black and white film era so they would really? they would desaturate mm. all of the faces to the yeah. point where there'd only be one accent colour like a, a, a strong red and then everyone else would be almost in black and white oh yeah but it was now, subtle so. enough that it didn't it, it wasn't jarring you'd just be like oh this is quite a sombre scene oh my god they're filming a black and white movie yeah um, it, it was really really nice it was also nice that on occasion, they cut back to the the interview mm. just to make it clear that this wasn't actually happening. That the, the com- cameraman and, and the interviewer weren't actually in the past or in the films. Yeah. It wasn't a supernatural thing of they're suddenly in there. It was still them talking to and they're them. acting out the story like exactly. it cuts back yeah. to them and she's like oh it was, it was the most horrible thing and like they're both lamenting and really crying and like mm. oh. They were actually citing the movies to each other. And, like, they both knew everything about it. Like, these yeah. two were just meant to talk. The um, And it felt so nice and real. The, and another great way that they connected the fantasy and the reality was through uh, the earthquakes. And when the screen shook and everyone kind of went, whoa! Like, half of the time it was something that was dramatic and was happening in the world of the fantasy. And then the rest of the time there were aftershocks for an earthquake that had happened recently in the present. Yeah. So at the start of the movie, we see what, a transition rep- from the rocket... T- uh, 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 so Choco is, is starring in a movie about space, so she's taking off in a rocket, and the shaking that's happening on screen turns into the earthquake that's happening yeah. in the present, and that happens a couple of times. 
um, where they, they all get like shaken around the room. And what do you think it was just meant to be? Oh, this is emotional turmoil. Yeah, kind of, exactly. But it's it's just to show that I suppose there's a there's an like there's an uh, an analogy between the the, yeah. the world in their heads and the real world. Yeah, it's, yeah. Um, yeah it what did you think of the overall like as the story was ending? How uh, mm. like she ends up uh, marrying what the the director guy, the director's son. Yeah, yeah. The director's son guy. He like, sort of schmoozed her when she was too young to be schmoozed. On, yeah. on the boat over to oh, China yeah, yeah. for her first gig <laughs> yeah um, and uh, like uh, what is it like someone steals her key and then it's a sham marriage and then they break up and all this drama kind of gets added towards the end it gets a little back heavy yeah I, li- I like that though I, like I mean it feels it's... real she's getting old she's gonna have to settle her looks aren't gonna last that kind of thing it, I thought it was a pleasant surprise actually that, that, that there was some more sort of um, professional politics that came into it towards the end you know like older actresses and being in- jealous of younger actresses and invading Korea and invading Korea did that come into it? no oh <laughs> okay um, I thought that was that was really nice and it, it, it rounded out the story and also there's a great conclusion to the story of the key where I I, I didn't like that I really no. did I know I love when I love when stuff is because it, it, it wasn't fantastical at the end of the day it was a realistic story even though we went through the highways and byways of her mind in a weird way I still thought the ending to the story was very much rooted in the real world yeah. as in the ending to his life the ending to his life yes and, stop it yes and, rest no <laughs> okay well I'll, we'll bundle that in with the hate so do you want to take what you loved Nina what, if we haven't covered it all oh uh, we've covered what I loved <laughs> okay then <laughs> Alright Can't even add a single bit that left. I already have Alright okay um, I but, then, but now it's your turn to shine Give me some hate Alright So I really <laughs> Wow this is really <laughs> intense Alright let's get it on Bring on the hate Well I really really hated That her only motivation Throughout her entire life Was to find this one man Whom she met once Man yeah, is anonymous here That not was her the life test. <laughs> Two women talk to each other. She did not have any motivations outside of that. She didn't want to make movies because she liked acting. She actually said, I hated the movies. I had no interest in it. I don't think she said she hated it. I think okay. she didn't care. Yeah, she, ha- she didn't care at all. Mm. That was her life's work. But she only did it so she could find him. Mm. This one man who charmed her once when she was 14 or 15. Mm. And that really bothers me that that became her entire life until she's 80 years old. I thought she was yeah. 70. I like numbers, so, goddammit. And she was like, I would go and get some heavy Botox just to look like the girl he met in 1932 or whatever. Yeah. I mean, seriously. I mean, it's... No. That's... No, no. <laughs> hey, whoa, no. She could get into a nice cup of tea. That was another, you know, passion in her okay. life. Okay. Yeah. She could yeah. get into one. Well, no, like she was into Oh, it. the way you said that, I was like, I, I, are you saying she has like a swimming pool-sized cup of tea? No. Uh, no tea I, is I, boiling I, hot water, don't I do, I do. You I, can't I, go into <laughs> cups of tea. Not unless you have like one of those old-timey diving suits. True that. And even then, and I it has heat-resistant. Heat I know, I, I completely agree with you. That, Metal that, is heat-resistant. That resistant. did occur to me during it as well. It's like, yeah. wow, she's got literally one purpose in life and it's a dude. Yeah. yeah um, I also didn't like that the only other female characters were also... Not, really bitchy. Yeah, like like they don't. The women don't get along in this. Yeah, from a feminism point of view, that that film was terrible. It was the worst <laughs> thing ever. Um, Hang on, there was a strong female maid. Well, mm. <laughs> you couldn't you know, finish there was, that. I mean, she made a mean cup of tea. <laughs> <laughs> there was a strong submissive character. <sighs> um, well, yeah. I mean, she didn't really have hopes and dreams, which is a very big, like, major character flaw. 
Seeing as you're not going to progress if you don't have any aims. Yeah. Well, she did have an aim. It was just a guy. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. Let's just say that's fine. Just for fucking, Mm. I don't know, devil's advocate or whatever you want to call it. Like, what else is wrong? Um, The haunting. The haunting. That was really confusing. She's being haunted by a character that she met during one of the films. A scripted character. I don't think she really met that. I thought it was a metaphor the whole way through. Was it? Yeah, I thought the thing that I picked up by the end was that it's sort of the specter of her old age. I don't yes, even think it's the specter of her old but age. But it seemed like seemed to be a part of the movie. It's before, like a, and, mm. and that kept appearing in all the other movie flashbacks. And yeah. then at the, at the end, like the ending bit, would have made sense mm. if if it hadn't been that she first encountered that in one of the movie. Well, so you can always give a, a bit of context. Of give a bit of Sorry. context to that. There's a there's an old woman with a loom who appears in the background it's of the a scene. Spinning wheel. A wraith. Right. Right? Loom is Wraith? different. Wraith, yeah. A yeah. Wraith, Wraith, yes, who appears. And she says something along the lines of, I, I can't, I hate you. I hate you so much. I, uh, I, I know, it's I love you and I hate you. you. It's, yes. it's, it's, I can't bear to let you go. Yeah, it's internalized self-hatred. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah like, yeah. it's it's yeah. it's fairly plain of what it is. It's, it's yeah. fear and it's hatred. And it's her, it's herself. I agree that maybe it wasn't 100% necessary for the film. I quite liked it towards the end. It would have worked mm. if the Wraith hadn't been introduced in one of the movie flashbacks but more as a kind oh, of where else real can life. you introduce her everything's a movie flashback no yeah. the, the very start wasn't at the very start yeah the first time she before she starts making movies yes ah but there was in the feudal Japan scene we see her exactly that's that, one that of the movie, movie flashbacks wasn't it yes yeah, yeah. that's a problem <laughs> oh that would have been quite a, quite a bit before she was born are you sure she's not a time traveller I mean we can't be certain did you say certain yes great because we mostly wear uh, we don't wear shirts. <laughs> that was a hard, a hard setup for me to knock down there. Um, you know, I, I set him up. You watch them. I watch them crumble. Uh, nope, nope. He's watched them stay. <laughs> and they sail away. Um, can we please get some more hate? Uh, okay. One thing I want to throw out there that really, really bothered me. It was just the very ending line. Like I will pick apart everything for their first line and their end line. I mean, first line is your first impression always. Mm. An end line is the thing you're probably going to go away with repeating to yourself. Definitely. And at the very end, like the whole thing is like, oh yeah, I, I love this guy. And by the end of it, it just it devolved to the point where I don't remember his face. I don't really remember much about him. Mm. And then it was just, I love the idea of chasing him. Yeah. Like that's a very big difference. I actually really like that as, a, as an ending line. I thought it was stupid and it made me so angry. I'm like, okay, we get it. By the time you're too old to make any change in your life, you've realized that you've emotionally matured enough to realize, yeah, you're your own person. That's great. Yeah. yeah. When but, you're about what, to die. Yeah, like on her deathbed, she's like, I'm an adult now. I can die. I really hope I paid off all my student loans. <laughs> but not. He, but the thing is, even as she dies, she, she's still like, oh, now I can give him finally, can, can finally give him back that key. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. God is mm. dead and we killed him. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't take massive issue with it. I thought, I thought it was a natural uh, conclusion to where, I she, really where hated, she had been going during the. I film. really hated the mode, like the the the. What do you call them again? The visual metaphors and like the, some of them were very, very forced. Yeah. Like the key at the end bothered me so much. I'm like, it's the key to my story. I'm like, that's not how keys work. <laughs> well, you're looking at it from an engineering perspective. I'm looking at it from a fucking mechanical point of view. Yeah. Key go door, door unlock, door open. But what if the door is your heart? Then you need to see a doctor. <laughs> okay, fair. I did. I like. I did like the even the bit at the end when she's in the rocket ship. I get it. You're going to heaven. Great. 
You're ascending. Well done. At least it's I not like the end of It's the, starting to um, hammer over your head at that point. I'm like, just give me a little bit of subtlety. At Make least it's me not guess. like the end of Royal Space Force, though, where literally it's like, <laughs> yeah. God is watching over us all. And yeah. We'll all go to heaven. It's like die. a tool music video. I have to say, I also didn't much care for that scene on the moon with the painting. Oh, I really like that. I kind of like that one, actually. That one oh, I thought the art style was fantastic. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't. Like, the story had kind of dropped away a little bit at that point. Yeah. And it's just kind of, the visuals just, like, you're starving and it's slapping you in the face with a steak. Yeah. I'm just like, I, I need to see where this is going. Please. I really do. I, I, I like my steak blue, but you need to cook it somehow. God, no. Just eat it raw. Yeah. I mean, when you get a bull, just clip his horns and wipe his arse. He's good to go. Beautiful. So did you hate anything? Um, did I hate anything? Hate is a strong word. I'm not sure I hate And you're anything. a weak man. Dislike? Um, I eh, maybe at the times it could have been a tiny bit pacier. That's about the only thing. Like, there was a few moments where it, it it sort of dipped. I thought it was really impressive when they had a couple of scenes where like it took them maybe like six or seven seconds, just as everything is quiet. Yeah. And she walks across the room and just opens the door and leaves. I'm like, mm. wow, this is kind of like a bold statement, seeing as you have a certain amount of minutes to get a story in, yeah, and you've dedicated a certain amount of those minutes to just opening a door really slowly yeah. with no dialogue or anything going on. I'm like, yeah. I can respect that. That's an artistic choice. I think is it's a bit kind of dodgy, but it works. Yeah, no, I, I, it's yeah. it's balls to the wall storytelling. I'm gonna open a door quietly. I agree. With you. <laughs> I, yeah, I agree with you. I, there wasn't. I don't have much hate to, to dole out here. I didn't like. It's not the best thing I've ever seen in my life. I'm not going to say that I loved everything, but there was certainly nothing that stuck out to me as being particularly bad. Hmm, okay. Um, feminism. Oh yeah. Well, sorry. But I already, I already agreed with you on no, that point. No, I'm saying the opposite. In terms of feminism, this film was bad. Yeah. Well, we can agree on most of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was. It did. It, it was pretty. We definitely watched. It was pretty, pretty anti-women, but uh, you know, well, I would say anti-women, but certainly it just doesn't give them the best. It, like, yeah. It, 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 it didn't give the most nuanced view. I, it would have been nice if she'd had some other goal in I life. I wonder was it just because of the age the she grew women. up in. Yeah, like pardon? what she was born in what the nineteen twenties or something. Yeah, but the thing is, it wasn't just her. It was all the female characters in the story. Yeah, well, there were really only there was her really mother only... kept telling her, "Oh no, you should you're gonna marry man. a man and Go you know, own the shop and stuff." Uh, it's very limiting in, in like yeah. what they can achieve. So I suppose in one way she was a little transgressive insofar as she. I, I suppose like at one point she did kind of settle down for the she most did her own part. Thing, she, was, at least. she did her own thing, but not for the right reasons. No, not really. Good um, actions, bad reasons. There you go. So, do you want to give me them final scores? There, heck yeah! I'm going to give this an eight. Okay. Yeah, I am. Do, do you want me to justify that? No. I re- okay. <laughs> you want to go next? Uh, sure. Um, I think it's got a good solid seven. Mm. Like, um, maybe not as good as their previous films. Just because I really like the kind of unnerving horror parts to it, yeah. but this was this was good. This was solid. I loved the the style of it. Sure, it's a film you kind of study, though. I honestly kind of want to give it a six. Oh wow! Because the feminism part really bothered me. Mm. The, the the whole fact that her entire character motivation throughout the entire is film is no the idea of a man. Exactly, she it's doesn't not even know. Guy. It, it's it's the idea of a man she met for like one day. Mm. <laughs> yeah. When she was 14. Yeah, and she's she's projecting dictates. her hopes and dreams onto an illusion of a guy that probably doesn't exist anymore. And that dictates her actions for the rest of her life. Mm. Doing just, something she hasn't doesn't even have an interest in. 
But like, let's just say if that if that was say that was a like a strong uh, female painter who was painting in the revolution, and they had a meeting on. Are we rule sixty threeing this? She was yeah. I Everyone so. is the reverse gender. No, but now. like she if she was like super inspired by her, and then her motivation for the rest of was just to like get return this key to this. Yeah, that's so weird. Yeah. Well, okay. I mean, there were romantic undertones in this, but like. I suppose it just didn't fit as well as it could have. Yeah. No, this is what you get from 2001. True. The, yeah, the yeah. most progressive this is, this, year this film for anyone. Is, you know, 15, 15 years old. and I. But the thing is, from a visual mm. standpoint, it was gorgeous. Mm. It was really, really good. Yeah. It's just the feminism part bothered me so much. All right. Uh, 876, that is... Numbers. Seven. Seven. Oh, sorry. Oh, seven. Are, no, you, no. are you going Eight, seven? 876, that's a seven. Oh, on average. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's Senan if you like Paprika and... Perfect Blue or you don't know what those movies are still watch this because it's <laughs> Perfect it's, Blue is probably my favourite it's well worth a watch I think Perfect Blue is my favourite as well um, oh hang on a second guys I, I I think I see a truck coming down the yep it's trash I must somehow make sense of our convoluted situation anime belongs in the trash well what do we watch for trash this week um, well, what's the name Go Kaiser Gaukaiser, uh, Voltage, Voltage Fighter, Fighter Gaukaiser. Yeah. That's how you remember it, because it rhymes. No, it doesn't. Sort of. It's a half rhyme. <laughs> That's not a good rhyme. This, this was one of my pulls, and uh, when I, like, <laughs> I, get, I get to punch them once every three weeks, and I went straight for the gut here. Ronan, I could not even make an attempt at the plot of this. Can you please try? <laughs> you subjected us to this. Now you explain it to the listeners. Okay. Let me do this in a, Would you like the, the, the long or the short review? Because the short one goes like, no. And the long <laughs> one goes, fuck no. <laughs> this Can I get a, the extended director's cut version, please? This is a bizarre show. Like, the, 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 the synopsis you read gives you more story detail than the entire show. <laughs> we thought we were watching, you know, episode three or something. Because it really just throws you in the deep end with no context. Everything is exposition. It is yeah. drowning in exposition. And it is like... What's the opposite of drowning? Um, uh, uh, ooh, waiting. It is, no, that sounds, I need a metaphor for, what's when you have no clothes? Because <laughs> this show had that. <laughs> okay. Uh, this was, uh, I think it was based off a game. Yeah, uh, yeah a PS1 made, game. Yeah, which was, I think it was only released in the PS1 after it had gone through the consoles before it. Mm-hmm. So it was like a hand-me-down to a bad... Well, no, PS1 was a good console, but... Uh, this was this was some dodgy stuff, seeing as it's, it's, it's relying on a story that's already been told that people who will watch it already know. Yeah. So it doesn't really have any need to tell a big story. So it's like, oh, don't worry, they probably know the, the plot points anyway. Let's just kind of throw in the main bits. It's it's based off of a, a fighter game like Tekken or whatever. So a lot of the... A lot of the, the I'm, I'm going to stretch and call it a show. Mm. Uh, a lot of it is just to do with them actually fighting hand-to-hand. And then there's, like, one of the dudes has a magic rock that makes him better so at he's fighting. Getting, he's got a, so I think getting a Kaiser Stone in this world... Magic rock. A magic rock means you can metamorphosize into... Is a, that a word? I think it is. Or metamorphose. It's one, it's one or the other. Yeah. Into a gigantic... Let's just say change, because I know that's right. into a... Eight to nine foot tall super being. You just grow some armor and like lose some like clothes. a half mech, half human type dealy. No, yeah. it's more like it's more like really intense armor. Yeah, and you fight better with it. Yeah, but no, that, that, I mean that's half of the show. The other half of the show is where they go to fucking school. School. <laughs> Love school. No, this was the weirdest thing as well because, like, no one fits 
anything in this show. There, I honestly thought this was a sort of half human, half insect race based on the way their eyes are positioned. <laughs> no, no, this looks like a bunch the of way their eyes look. It's general. a bunch of praying mantises that are giant that are wearing human skin. I'm, yeah, that, nothing that's... like. You can see people like move around and their skin doesn't really fit their bones. You're like, yeah. oh my god, the body snatchers are real. That's on- a weirdly accurate description. <laughs> I'm very good at this. On yeah. paper, this is a gang of sexy teens, but I <laughs> I just can't see the sex appeal. They look grotesque. I mean, I have seen... I don't think I've ever seen a knife with as sharp uh, like, angles as their cheekbones. It's like a carnival of horrors. Their faces don't even maintain the same shape when they speak. No. Every every angle just distorts their cheekbones and their eyes. Into, and one into dude's neck was thicker than his head. And one like his, the, his, the, his the neck, neck was longer his than his full face. Oh, yeah. it was the best. Like so, this was the this was body horror without even meaning to be body yeah, horror. And and some of the bustiest female characters I think we've ever seen. Yeah, and a lot of shower scenes for a first episode. Yeah, and, and their boobs that not work like boobs should no no and the, the weird part about it is like yeah they're gonna hang and they're not gonna stretch but like these are just like you know um, uh, your body is basically play-doh because you don't have any bones so or or internal organs or yeah. no my god no one had internal organs <laughs> everyone is like a level 9 corset wearer as yeah. in I could probably like Victorian level go around their waist with one hand <laughs> well I'd say I could you have pretty small hands that's true never mind as in a Barbie doll after having both kidneys removed <laughs> Yeah. I mean, rich off the black market, but poor in spirit. <laughs> exactly. But poor in vitality. This was the most terrible... Well, no, it wasn't terrible. It, it was, was worse than terrible. It was blasphemously entertaining. <laughs> I think this is the worst thing I've ever picked. So, so I mean, I've, I've been trumping it a lot lately. Uh, ever, everyone vote Trump. But I think uh, this Trump, is probably Trump, the Trump, best. Trump. <laughs> Get on the Trump... Hump? Trump train. Oh. Please, no. <laughs> Just no. Let's not get too political. Don't vote Hillary. <laughs> I think you need Hillary. Uh, oh come on! I think uh, she's don't fine. Don't give people the wrong idea. <laughs> I can't believe we're all terrible people. Right wing for life. Oh, no. oh. Yeah. So these sexy kids are going to school and then... slow down. I think that's even worse. <laughs> So their teacher is does their t- Is their teacher just charismatic Or does he have any special powers No, no he's he, super weird He's like a ninja who, who who literally melts Out of the ground Ceiling thing Yeah He just appears And does a backflip And goes Time to learn <laughs> Out um, of nowhere And then outside of school Our main character And the transfer student uh, do they get into a brawl? Because the transfer students no, got they pink hair. Into each other. They bump into each other, and uh, oh, there's the a couple student... of weird fight scenes between like this guy dude made out of purple clay and yeah. main characters who I don't remember their names because I don't care anymore. Oh, and the two Isato and Cash, Cash, cash Johnny money. Cash, yeah. I was going for the... Johnny Cash money. Johnny yeah, Cash we, it's money. a portmanteau we can both agree on. Love it. It's fun for the whole family, but it wouldn't be funny if we said Johnny Cush money. <laughs> and this anime was a ring of dire. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I just to make up the joke. Okay? That's um, very so, good. I'm so very two, proud of you. The two main henchmen for the... I think his name is o- 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 Oge or something? The, the main the main bad guy? O- the o- guy o- who has... Oga? No, that's the character Oga. last week. Like the, the rich white man who owns a building? He looks a bit like Pegasus from Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> oh my God. As all evil guys always do. <laughs> I have lost... Long hair, and no one can tell where I'm from from my accent. So his two main—it's probably somewhere in England. His two main lackeys are um, a brother and sister team who speak like they the, speak in like, They speak like the text-to-speech app on your phone. They kind of sound like Team Rocket after a lobotomy. And there's Prepare quite a for trouble. <laughs> make it double. And make it double. And but make mine a double latte. Because this is Japanese animation, of course, is it? A little bit of incest. Oh God! They have this uh, weird like. There was literally, quite literally, a a cry of brother. And <laughs> metamorphosis. 
synthesis of those two actually means they merge into oh, that their final so person. Their final form one is hilarious. Person, one person. Like it's it's a her, gigantic. It's her body, yeah. except by the time you get to the shoulders and below the knees, it it's his. Uh, and they've got limbs? two heads, except that he doesn't have a brain because instead of a brain, there's his, just his, fire. His hair is fire, straight no, no. up fire, and his eyebrows are lit. Is it's that how I say that? It's like a gigantic Aryan mech. And it's like horrific. Like her head Aryan is still from? there. It's, it's just the on the chest. Whitest thing I've ever seen. That's true. <laughs> it was definitely a unique character design that it I've never seen before, and utterly, hopefully we'll never see again. Utterly horrifying. It was very entertaining, though. Um. Yeah, <laughs> and by the end of it, I think someone died. Yeah, he I know. Did. I died a lot inside. Can we? Sorry, just take a minute because when the brother and sister. Oh, you want to go back to the? Incest? Yes, I do because it was so awful. So when the brother and sister come upon the the fight that's happening between Cash and the transfer student, no, Cash and the main character. Is that right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, think, yeah. anyway, two, I only two, watched it. Two characters have been battling in their sort of half mech selves, and anyway, the brother and sister show up, and rather than sort of saying, "Okay, we've got some beef with you. Our boss wants us to kill you." and we're going to transform now. Could you try and do it in their voices? So sound incredibly unenthusiastic. Uh, our boss wants us to kill you, but we're going to give you a, a short monologue about the power of love and the human species needs to procreate with one another, the person they love. Isn't that right, sister? sister? Yes, no, don't forget the best line in the whole thing. Now we shall seize the initiative. And then they continue talking. <laughs> you don't talk about procreation when you're, you're about to turn into a grotesque double creature feature with your sister. It just I mean, I get it if it's trying it. to like spook you on like a I'm not too like secure with my sexuality way. Yeah. But still, that was just like, this is weird. Unless the next episode has a mini mech that has webbed toes. I, don't I was know. expecting a less H.R. Giger vibe from this show. Yeah, perhaps. <laughs> Uh, in any case, that was it was horrific, but so goddamn entertaining, largely by account of the fact that the dub was brutal. Oh, it was atrocious. It was so great. I mean, brutal is in bad, not in the heavy metal way. When you mean it's good, it was so atrocious. It was like Garzy's wing yeah, level atrocious. Almost at Bison Well levels of terribleness. The, the, the dub. Yeah. It was magical. The, the only thing that was luck- lacking was lines like, Clothing. when did you get taxi? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There were some pretty <laughs> pretty hilariously badly forceful lines. I wish I could remember them, uh, but I've, I've actually just emptied my memory cache. <laughs> but there were so many great just, ah, oh, ah, and then, you know, people, something bad happens. No! <laughs> like Don't, like the stereotypical thing except bad oh it was no actually just absolutely magical there's a lot of scenes that just don't even make any sense oh was, yeah like the, the 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 twin who survives the girl like she's just meeting the the big bad at the end and like can someone please just give her a shirt no no, yeah. no someone can't because I have to punch this stone into her chest yeah. to give her magic powers that actually made sense because that oh it's slow down <laughs> why does everyone else have their rock in a box then no, no, hold on um, would you like it in a box or would you like me to punch it into your chest? I, think, I don't I have think, any boxes. Sorry, then. I think that's meant to make them more powerful. <laughs> okay. And it also means that I thought it was just a, like, women back. don't deserve rocks in boxes. No, because it was the, her brother had both of them in his body before. Oh, okay. Like that, that was the conversation I had when they were in bed together. Oh. I... I... I think I didn't listen to that on purpose. Yeah. Um, but because he died... <laughs> 
she now got them instead. She got his rocks off. Oh. <laughs> I have to From say. From beyond the grave. Oh. oh. Was there, I mean, we haven't really touched on the really odd <laughs> female characters as well. The female oh, characters God. were probably the worst representation I've ever seen there in was anything. A, there was a brilliant sort of half improv conversation between two random background girls and they had the most hilarious put on Valley Girl accents. It was like, Emma! It's a nice Oh my god, you're right! I forgot about that. That's like crazy! Let's go back to my house. put the watch up his ass. <laughs> They're not Christopher Walken. <laughs> oh boy. And, uh, and, and I think probably the best part of this, from a legitimate objective standpoint. Don't say was, the shower scene. No, was it at, at, at the start of our main character is. Don't say when the robot got a nose. No, he, he answers. Oh my god, the robot! We have to go there, but give it a second. <laughs> there is so when much. The main character show. opens the door at the start of the first day of school and there's a goofy ghost with a, with a <laughs> green haircut just going it's Mr. Blobby as a punk give me free food you know I what I'd really like I'd the- like some cruelty soup and then it turns out it's just his busty friend he has a lot of busty friends he does I bet they're all busty although they are like definitely body swappers <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> Huh. Don't forget. Wait, no, is that his sister? No, I don't no, think it's his sister. No. I'm sorry. Okay, there was a reference. Stop to... trying to insert any more fan insert to this. <laughs> yeah. and I was already Japan has there. already done all the heavy lifting for me. You're the one seeing things that aren't there anymore. Fine. Stop getting a weird fetish. It's uncomfortable. <laughs> This is, you're watching in one man's desperate descent into madness <laughs> and depravity. I'm only recording this so we can play these for your therapist in a couple <laughs> yeah. of years. Oh, stop! You know you're playing them for the guards. <laughs> Um, <laughs> sorry, can we please talk about the robot? He reminds me of what's a guy called Winston or something in Fallout. Uh, or, Winston? Or no, what's the name of the the current one? The, uh, what, in Fallout Four. Fallout, in Fallout Three, what's the what's the, the butler called? The butler in Fallout. There's 3? a robot butler with an English accent in Fallout. How oh, can you? You're I a f- huge Fallout fan. Yeah, I can't remember off the top of my head though. Okay, well anyway, he reminds me of him. Except, I've been playing too much Four. Except I can't imagine that that... So he's he's like a floating orb, essentially, with a big eye in the middle. Yeah, I mean, he looks like the cartographer from Halo, if that helps, which is yeah. just a ball with tiny arms. He reminded um, me a bit of, uh, of the machine from Portal. Yeah, yeah, it looks like a lot one of the cores, like uh, yeah. the one that gives you the recipe for cake. Jar- that, yeah, that. Is it not Jarvis, is it? No, that's, I think, Iron Man. Oh, okay. Anyway, uh, then, so, uh, unlike many robots, um, this, this robot decides to check on its master in the shower. Hey, out of fear. Because there's right. been no noise. What if she's dead? Yeah. This sexy naked teen could be dead in the shower. And keep in mind, this is a robot. And so when the so robot think. sees his master in the shower... In the buff. Um, no, gets, in the raw. It somehow manages to get a nosebleed. Like a and violent one. It's a red oil leak. Wow. Yeah, it's a bit worrying. Ah, I'm leaking coolant? <laughs> this is actually, funnily enough, the second time in probably three weeks that we've seen a robot get a nosebleed because of a naked woman in the shower. It also, <laughs> it also happened in... <laughs> Yeah. Completely forgettable show about pirates. Cosmo Warrior. Cosmo Warrior yeah. Zero. Oh god, it did. <laughs> oh, unexpected we... input. Unexpected input. Why is Good this a Lord. thing that keeps happening? Getting nosebleeds. Guys, those are robots. Mm. I get nosebleeds whenever I see if hot anything, robots. anything, they should get an oil leak. I don't want to program a robot to love, but I do want to program it to lust. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to go like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I could have said that. I thought you were going to get really seedy. <laughs> no, I'm so this is actually a child-friendly podcast. <laughs> no, better it throw isn't. up a paywall now for our after dark special <laughs> oh wait completely child hostile sorry I mixed it up <laughs> we hate kids we do uh, can we just talk about like the, the clothes the female the female characters are wearing sure. like Jesus Christ at one point like uh, I'm not sure they the, qualify the, as clothes I'm not sure they qualify as characters 
that too. So I don't think this qualifies as a show, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, it's an OVA that's about 90 minutes long, and I cannot wait to watch the end of it to see if it makes any sense. Yeah. But that's neither here nor there, because afterwards I'm not going to be talking to anyone for a long time as I try and rebuild <laughs> my faith in humanity. As I lay naked on the floor, crying. in the fetal position, crying, drained of all bodily fluids. Oh God, <laughs> what, you mean like the water from my cells as no. I sit, a raisin in the sun? My extracellular fluid is just all over the carpet. I have shed my humanity and prepared to move to the next stage. I have replaced every single molecule in my body with anime. Oh, that's the worst thing you could possibly do. I'd just rather die. All that's left in my humanity is my voice, dear listener. You're not even a physical entity. <laughs> but anyway, like looking at the yeah. character designs for these girls, the worst thing I think I've I've seen in so long is where one who's just like playing is it hooky from class? Like, she's just... We, why did you come to class dressed as a prostitute? Oh, I'm just playing hooky today. I'm just fooling around. You're wearing bondage gear. Like, this is skin-tight red, like, red latex <laughs> that is wound tighter than a Scottish drum. Yeah. Like, do you remember Jessica Alba from the Fantastic Four movie? Or was it the Fan Four? No, Fan Four Stick is the reboot. Fantastic yeah. Four was the that original. Was the original. Yeah, it's like this, except wound tighter than, like... A dominatrix who really doesn't like people and is just like, I'm just murdering you now. There is no, there's nothing in this for anyone. Mm. So it's just like, my waist is the size of a Coke bottle lid. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you're not wrong. And it's just like, I can see all of your bones (laughs) under your skin and some bones you shouldn't have. You may have too many bones. Oh my God, you can never have too many bones. (laughs) You have no internal organs and you're what, like 12 or 15 or you're in school. I'm going to hope, I'm going to assume you're 17. I hope 17. I mean, everyone looks... Like, they've gone through puberty and it has hit them like a fucking truck. <laughs> I mean, everyone looks like they just came out of a cocoon, so... <laughs> yeah, but cocoons got hit by the puberty truck. Indeed. Good God. I mean, this this is a show I definitely recommend watching in a group. Yeah. Yes. For just for the pure This is the best laughter. shits and giggles I think I've ever gotten out of Terrible Army. This is definitely the best thing we've watched since Kekko Kamen. The first opening line, I wish I could remember what it was, but I remember I died laughing at it. Yeah. I was like I was in pain and it was just one scene was and it, it good just morning. Yeah. <laughs> good morning. So, um, just just so out of place. This our, our main character is box training like box training. Bo- bo- boxing, yes. <laughs> um, and he's pummeling this sandbag with, <laughs> with a drawing on it and then he goes Good morning. Yeah. yeah, he says good morning to his punching bag in the most seductive tone you've ever heard. I just, yeah, I, I just love some of the dialogue. You know, I'm normally described as a pretty carefree and easygoing guy, but this is just crazy. <laughs> you know, sometimes I like to vary my voice so I can make the story elements more apparent to the viewers. Hold on a minute, a transfer student, you say? <laughs> I think this took every trope I hated yeah. and then turned it into a trope I now love. What does he say when he's picky on the nerd? Oh, oh he's like, up, up yours, nerd. nerd. Up yours, nerd. Like, at this point, I, like, they had rallied me to being their biggest fan. All of us in school have a trait, and mine is physical fitness. Hey, that's, that's the, that's, like, that entire line is straight out of uh, My Hero Academia. Oh, well... Then technically, my hero academia ripped it off. This, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, that show is the bomb, by the way. Yeah, it's really good. And this show is more like a bomb, <laughs> it's a, a fire bomb, an abominable, abominable. Nice. <laughs> is there anything left to say? Watch it. 
Amen to that. <laughs> That's it. Just yep. oh, this was the best trash I've discovered in so long. If you're looking for bad things to tease your friends with, uh, have you ever seen a Clockwork Orange where like you strap them to the chair and oh, yeah. <laughs> their eyes can't blink? Make them watch this, yeah. <laughs> and then you'll go away for like war crimes. Can't go wrong. <laughs> oh dear. Moving swiftly off topic. Oh wow, you're taking the reins. Yeah. Whoa. I know. Whoa. This is Whoa, oddly perceptive. I, fe- I got a bad feeling about this. Oh boy. Um, what is one Western animation you guys feel needs a shout out? <laughs> Avatar. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'm on board with that. Like, Avatar. Just that's the best thing ever. Oh, made. actually, one really recent one made by the same people as Korra is Voltron. Voltron, the new yes. one? Is that Western? Yeah, it's the same creators as Korra. I was going to say, it, 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 it looks remake. pretty Korean in its animation. No, no, the, the remake is the same creators as Korra, and it's really good. I would Ooh. definitely give that a watch. What's the premise? It's the same as all the old Voltrons. It's it's a reboot. It's ah. a mecha thing. Um, space, someone who's, space mech. Who's space new yeah. to the Voltroniverse, what is it? Basically, imagine... You form Voltron. Yeah. Yeah, you guys you don't even know the like the, okay. the premise like you've got so these you've robots got and they join together. Robot robot cats um that each of the it's like Power kind Rangers of bonds, before Power Rangers. With, and then together all these robot cats form this giant robot called Voltron. Yeah. Oh. It's like Captain Planet but in mech form. And they're trying to save the universe. So it's like Thundercats. No. Oh. Okay. Thundercats well, were actual like animal people. But there are no robots. I thought Thundercats are go. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. That sounds like fun, though. Yeah. Personally, I'm also excited about the second season of Star vs. the Forces of Evil uh, coming out now. Mm. What's that? I've never heard of it. Star vs. the Forces of Evil? No. Okay, um, it's a magical princess from a, a different planet. I'm sold. <laughs> creates chaos everywhere she goes. I am less sold, but still willing. You should give it a shot. I think you might enjoy it. Okay. That sounds interesting. The mind is weak, but the body is weak. <laughs> That's very creepy. Um, uh, I'd say one of the best things that it's, it's coming back soon is uh, probably BoJack Horseman. Oh, yeah, BoJack That show story. is off the chain. Yeah, the first yeah. season of that was probably one of the strongest seasons I've seen of anything. Mm. The second one, mm, it was good. Uh, a little... Has it been the second season of BoJack? Yeah. Oh, wow. Number three is about to come out. Jeez, I need, need to get on board with that. Two is good. It just doesn't feel as directed because mm. like, the end of one was so perfect. Because it's just like the the whole like it deconstructs everything it's built. It just tears everything back down. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, it just yeah. leaves you with like one little kind of message of hope, and you're like, whoa! Like no matter how far things have fallen apart, you can always get back up. Yeah, Second yeah, season yeah. does that as well, and it's got such a great ending line where like uh, he's he's like his life is just fucking ruined again. Like it's right. so much worse this time, and you feel bad for him. And uh, just the guy beside him, you see like every episode, you see him like jogging past the house. Yeah. You see Bojack just finally start to go like, no, I'm getting my life together. I'm going for a jog. And he tries to run up a hill and he can't even get like 10 oh, feet. No. And he's just like, oh, Jesus Christ, as he pulls out. I think it's either a, a drink or a smoke, <laughs> something awful. And like you wow. the, the guy you see so often, you're like, you just take him for granted. He just goes, no, man, it just, it gets easier. You just got to do it every day. Mm. And that's like, that's how it ends. You're like, I didn't like that. But then you're like, whoa. I really like that. Yeah. It's such a well put together show. Nice. That and Rick and Morty just. Rick I was the yeah. Sorry, Rick and Morty is mine. I just I, Rick and Morty is one of the very few shows that I will just go back and dip into old episodes constantly. Um, it's got good rewatchability. It's got great because there's always like some little thing that you missed. There's always a gag that went over your head the first time around. <laughs> what is it? The plumbus. The plumbus. Yeah. Have you seen the VR for Rick and Morty now? Yeah. Where yeah, you just yeah, go into yeah. Rick's uh, like his uh, his, ga- la- his garage. Look- I was going to say like yeah. workshop. And like the, the the only trailer I saw of him mm. was him picking up a plumbus <laughs> and smashing everything in no, his workshop. Cheese Rick. Uh, uh, 
I don't know. What, what is that thing? Everybody knows what this is, Marty. Everyone's got one. It's a plumbus. It's a, it's a plumbus. I need yeah. you to keep these. I need you to seeds up, up, up your butt. Yeah. It's it's a bloody fantastic show. I not, love like the voice actors. There aren't that many voice actors on that show, no. and they pull so many double duties. Yeah, just, they, Justin Roiland does both of the main characters and most of the supporting cast. It's incredible. Chris, Chris Parnell is fantastic as well as Jerry. Yeah. He's one of the most dramatically tragic characters <laughs> ever. He's so funny. Everything in that show is great. Yeah, it's, a, it's a fantastic show. There's a lot of good stuff in the West, but it's very... Uh, I suppose there's not a lot. But the yeah. ones that are good are so good. What I like about Rick and Morty is it, it does carry on the, the Western animation tradition of um, adult comedy. But at the same time, it manages to it, it, does it tells a much more complex dramatic story that it's it's quite subtle, but it definitely stretches. There out are over serious the undertones, seasons. yeah, for sure. And there are things that actually consequences that carry over from episode to episode. And uh, there's it's, underlying. And it's not arcs. always funny, like you know, there, there's there's genuine moments. Of, oh, the end of season two is heartbreaking. Yeah, heartbreak exactly. So I love Rick and Morty. Check it out if you haven't. It's nice and... Mm. Well, it's it's not subtle in its comedy, but it's subtle in its storytelling. Oh, hang on, Ron. I'm going to have to stop you there. I'm getting a breaking news story from the news desk. And now the news. And by news, I of course mean currently airing anime. But first, here's Donald with the shit post forecast. This week, we see the return of our now playing segment that's right we're watching another currently airing show the summer anime season has started what is our show that we're going to be following for the next three months uh ghost hunter 420 almost Nina, do you want to take a try um oh gosh gangster one, record one, scratcher 22,000 I think one it's called one punch uh, man the second but different uh babe watch 69ers no you're all wrong <laughs> it's uh, mob psycho 100 <laughs> So, yeah, this is, seems to be the horse to back this season. This everyone's one looks been, like it's going to be big. Everyone's been talking about it. Not Orange, not Relaiha, which we watched last <laughs> God week. God damn it. Um, and certainly not uh, Sunshine, Life oh is Love, God. Love is Life, Go Outside. Love, whatever. Life, Sunshine. <laughs> love, Life, Sunshine. No, it's Mob Psycho 100. So, Jesus, where to begin with this? It's well, weird. It's really spiritual. First of all, everyone's faces look like Saitama from One Punch Man. Mm. Uh, the main guy from One Punch Man, if you haven't seen it yet. And if you haven't seen it yet, what the fuck is wrong with you? And there's a lot of staff. It's car- getting a dub on, like, um, Adult Swim now, One Punch this Man. Is gonna, this is going to sort of place where this is in terms of quality. We've got staff from Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood, One Punch Man, Kill the Kill... Uh, De- Death Billiards you've, Death Note no, not Death Note and uh, Death Parade Death Parade is what I meant we've yeah. got um, th- all of the big hitters from the last it's a very well years. put together style. it's yeah. an incredibly well put and together show and it looks fantastic like there there are so many different art styles on this and they all look beautiful yeah they blend pretty well and yeah. it goes from like really aggressive pencil sketching with just black and uh, black and white stuff to like really weird kind of like hippie groove colors oh yeah like it's, it almost looks like a, a, a photorealistic texture from a kaleidoscope mm. that they use sometimes just to paper over as a, as a texture on, on the animation yeah like th- this varies so well. really incredibly detailed crayon drawings as well pencil drawings yeah, yeah. Um, this is by far the most uh, well I wouldn't say it's the most experimental because there's there's like visually, it's the most experimental. Visually, visual diversity in this show is off the charts. They did it's, that a lot on FCLC, though. 
yeah, like, yeah at one point like they turn it into like a manga like with the actual panels and this no levels. for sure for sure so I mean like it's 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 very up there good god it's top three if, if, at the very least I really hope that this doesn't go that's my only so I suppose rather before we get dig into the weeds of the art style I'll just try and give a really really quick account of what this is about schoolboy kills ghosts it's essentially yeah it's about school um, so moving on to the art <laughs> style fucking no, it's, it. no it's, it's not really about school it's about, um, it's about a, a person who runs a, an agent a ghost hunting agency or sort of a psychic are you telling me it's about ghostbusters paranormal investigation ghostbusters <laughs> but now they're women so it's fine yeah, called spirits and such or something it's spirits and sundry or spirits, spirits and such spirits and such which is just a great name um, so and he's a bit of a fraud he, he's a total he's, fraud. he's a famous he's sort of like psychic Wayne he has no actual psychic abilities I thought it was psychic Sally no, psychic... she went on the road and never came back <laughs> psychic Wayne was on TV3 and once someone called in and told him that he was born he was Irish but he was born and raised in West Philadelphia and he used to play basketball with these guys you know, oh. who were like up to no good and, and he wanted to know what they were doing now and psychic Wayne gave him a full comprehensive psychic reading of all those guys before he moved to Beverly Hills like what, 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 what he's, like, he's, he's like I think they're doing really well now you know they, they miss you now that you're in Beverly Hills or, but they're doing well in West Philadelphia and eventually he just had to say I'm Will Smith <laughs> do, do you get it Wayne I'm Will Smith and he's like, oh, we're hanging up this call now <laughs> so he's a psychic he's that guy he's a psychic yeah along the sort of Mystic Meg or uh, Psychic Wayne level of, of talent Mystic Meg but he happens to have a middle schooler in his employ who actually is a psychic I love is... it when you see those uh, like Mystic Mystic Meg or whatever yeah. uh, she, she can't come to our town for unexpected uh, unforeseen consequences unforeseen <laughs> <laughs> circumstances that's magical and yeah. um, so mob is a very very deadpan middle schooler who's a little bit clueless but is a genuine psychic as in not just a psychic but a very powerful one from the looks of it yeah yeah he's incredibly talented and so the show opens with uh with i can't remember can anyone remember his name of reagan the- Reagan President Reagan President Reagan um, <laughs> a close colleague and friend of President Byrd is is signed up to Vice is, President Reagan as we should call him is, is meeting with a client who is having a ghost problem and so they go to this old spooky building where a man <laughs> saw a cockroach and jumped so high into the air that his head got stuck in the ceiling and he died they have the best reasoning behind this show entirely like I mean you, you, everything kind of builds to such serious like uh, parts like oh someone died here then they give you the stupidest like actual oh, ex- explanations to what happened. it's so marvellously dumb and it needless- does it even better <laughs> later on but we'll get to that and needless to say when the ghost actually shows up he uses his special ability of chucking some table salt at the ghost <laughs> Which obviously does not work. It's regular salt. This needs to be sanctified salt if it needs to do anything. As the ghost calmly explains, this doesn't do anything. This is just brand names table salt from a shop. <laughs> what? So he, call, he calls on his protege t- out of school to come down to the building. I and... think he was on his way home. Okay, on his way home. <laughs> Mob, can, can you come here a minute? Yeah, I've got the clients here. Yeah, and the ghost too. They're waiting. Can you be quick? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's like a super easy small time ghost and I'm worried that if I use my powers, it'll blow the whole building to shred so can you just come and take care of it please <laughs> so many excuses like I don't want to use my powers I, I, I do have them though so needless to say Mob comes and sorts that situation out and then in the second half of the episode we get another hilarious circumstance <laughs> in a cave 
where it's a, a tunnel for like a, a like cars to go underneath a mountain yeah. and they have the best thing like so oh an entire were... motorcycle gang was killed here yeah. <gasps> was how what happened we were driving our bikes really yeah, goddamn yeah. fast not giving a fuck giving no. fingers to the law and ribble, then ribble, 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 and then the, the guy in the front slipped on a banana peel and we, and we all died. <laughs> there was like an eight. No, it was like twelve dudes yeah. died. <laughs> a banana peel. Maybe even like twenty, because at one point it's uh, it, you, you don't see it from from a mob's viewpoint, so you can't yeah. actually see the ghosts. But he's like, now we're surrounded. There's twelve. 18 20 we're t- totally surrounded yeah yeah <laughs> so there's a lot of people but they're kind of friendly there. ghosts which is nice well, well I mean they're malevolent but then once you find out why they died and stuff they need to like move on they're malevolent up until the point where you beat them almost to death again yeah. basically back to death you beat them back to life <laughs> um, so obviously there's another battle and then the episode ends but the main thing you want to talk about in this is the goddamn style of it it is so oh, don't forget the, the big ghost at the end yeah he's yeah. an incredibly entertaining character no 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 no, 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 no. The big ghost at As the end. the one that shows up for two seconds. And the one that's like haunting the, haunting the mountain for 400 years or something. Oh, yeah. And, and all the other ghosts are like, oh, no, he's crazy powerful. And then like, that Mo- kid doesn't stand a chance. Bring him back. He's going to get splattered all over the road. Oh, yeah, Mop goes in two seconds and it's over and he's like, oh, he wasn't all that powerful. Yeah, he yeah. gets eaten by this ghost. And inside of him, he just kind of goes like, ah. <sighs> And just he turns like the ghost gets vaporized. Yeah, yeah. and this this thing looks incredibly intimidating. It's the size and, of a bus. And yeah. Mob is not phased. He's like it wasn't very strong. He's basically Saitama, but except punching, he just does a psychic thing. Yeah, yeah. but I love how the power relationship is different because in, uh, in One Punch Man he was the strongest guy and knew he was the strongest guy. In this one he's the strongest guy and doesn't know he's he the strongest guy. Yeah. yeah. It's nice. It's a little inversion and oh my god it looks so cool. Oh, it looks so great. Any ghost you want to draw just, just do whatever. <sighs> just oh make god. it kind of blue. Just a little bit spiritually. To. Just Honestly, throughout the entire episode, I was just sitting there grinning to myself. Mm. This had such beautiful art. It really mm. does. Like, it, this the is music hooked. was great, too. The intro was really entertaining. Yeah. I thought yeah. they were going to count to 100. And I was like, mm, sounds kind of... Actually, I kind of want to see where this is going. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, the intro had such fantastic visuals as well. The intro, like it felt like a Beatles song when they were on acid they just put so much effort into the art at least the visuals did oh my goodness oh actually one thing I want to say Mm. Uh, in the episode at one point Mop sees the girl he likes surrounded by other girls (laughs) all of the the other girl's heads are vegetables because he doesn't care about them he doesn't even see them as human exactly but then there's this you know, one moment as you see like pure moe and, and she's just you know she's all he sees the others you know don't, don't, don't forget the scene straight after that uh. where it, it just changes perspective and you see from the other side and one of the girls who had a head as a vegetable you see her real face and she's really ugly <laughs> she's yeah. so ugly like she looks mangled so many of the people that aren't the two main characters look so hilariously <laughs> ugly they're just so funny to like even the, the initial uh, character introduction at the start like I need to hire you to get rid of this spooky ghost yeah. don't worry I'll banish this ghost and your girlfriend's face will be fixed there's nothing wrong with her face <laughs> oh 
Yeah, there's so many wonderful moments Ooh. when something dramatic or surprising happens. They and are then, really toying around with this. And, and then they you know get exactly what a toy. The reaction faces. I mean, you could create an entire library of gifts, reaction gifts from just this episode. You know, like reactions of surprise or anger when you zoom in on someone's face and all of a sudden they've got every single wrinkle on their face is entirely detailed. Their eyes have just turned massive and red. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> it was it's very entertaining. They turn everything into a gag. Like whether yeah. it's a visual gag or, or just a written one. Every single thing in this show makes you laugh. Yeah. It's, oh, it's so good. And they build it up just enough that it's funny again. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what yeah. do you think of the, the whole thing? Uh, what, what does it say at the end? Uh, mobs, like, psychic explosion <gasps> percentage. Oh, yeah. Like, and, t- like time it, left till mobs, psychic explosion. Or something. something like that. Oh, yeah. and, and it's, it like, goes, 22, 25. I think it ends at 27%. Yeah, yeah I think so. 28, I believe. Something yeah, like that. It, it goes up from about 15 to about mm. 28 in, in this episode. Yeah. Mm. What is, what's that going to What's going to happen there? Well, um, the thing is, at the very, very start, we see something where this sketched figure, which is probably Mob, um, mm. fights all these ghosts. And with every second, the percentage next to him keeps going up. And yeah. at 100, there's a giant explosion. So I feel like something like that. I mean, it is called like ghost explosion. So I think you might be right. <laughs> Yeah, and it is also called Mob Psycho 100. Yeah, I do feel like there's going to be some moment when he really realizes how powerful he is, and then the explosion will occur. Mm. It might Probably coincide with some 100%. big battle. But, I wonder yeah. what's going to happen, though. When is the budget going to conk out? That's the big question. Sorry, mm. the, uh, maybe you guys, I don't think you guys agreed with me, but for me, the big touchstone, I know One Punch Man, obviously, there's a huge similarity there, too, but in terms of the... No, just the one character's face. Okay, sorry, That's just the one character's it. face. But in Everyone terms else of, is super detailed all in, the time. In yeah. terms of the ambition of the art style, I, I couldn't help compare, but compare this to Kemonotsume, which we watched a few weeks ago, and the first three episodes of that were breathtaking to watch. Just That's true. Just really playing with perspectives in really crazy ways. I suppose ways. the first three I'd give you, yeah. yeah. I can oh, see that, but the whole show, no. No, fair. And so, the, the first three episodes just had this gorgeous hand on quality the characters didn't look like the way you expect characters to at all the way people moved was was just totally out there and different the whole thing just had a, a really really unique look it was to an it. art house film yeah the same way this one does but then after like episode 5 the budget went off a cliff and so did the animation style and I'm really worried this is going to happen I hope I hope this has more money behind it than that show did considering who the people are who are working on this yeah. I don't think that's going to be the pr- be a problem I think they're pumping this in to be their big <laughs> no like I, I'm fully uh, yeah this is the biggest show that's coming out this season and I really really hope they've got the budget to sustain it throughout the whole thing because if episode 1 is anything to go by this might end up being like in my top 10 okay but uh, that's very 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 early days but so if, you, if re- it, you really like the pilot if it maintains this level of quality there's no reason why this doesn't end up being one of my favourite animes it's fantastic okay so you're impressed um, I'm on board for Mob Psycho 100 you could say that yeah. could you say it in a real voice I'm sorry Ron I can't do that today well let's cut the podcast here and just leave <laughs> okay. okay thanks for joining us uh, no seriously what did you guys think on the whole oh absolutely I loved on board. it absolutely mm. I mean um, I'd say I think it's a bit too early to tell is this going to be the, the, the like the 100% killer for this season I'm, I'm pretty sure it will be well, but the season doesn't have that, that many animes nah. that are good so I um, had so much hope pinned on Berserk before I watched the first episode mm. and now I'm like <laughs> oh my god I, will you just stab me in the eyes <laughs> yeah or, or Sasha anime had a field day on um, 
on Berserk, some of the comments were just hilarious. I don't think this show is going to suffer from the same syndrome that Berserk suffered from. I, yeah. I somehow think this, that people are going to be like, just... I'm excited for more. Yeah, and you know, draping the, I, praise on this. The best part about this show is that it's not stupid stray dogs. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I like Bungo stray dogs. I like it too. It's okay to be wrong. <laughs> You don't have to be right to be wrong. <laughs> you don't have to be wrong to be Ronan. Yes. <laughs> um, so I guess stay tuned. Uh, next week we'll color. I guess color our opinion a little bit more of Mob Psycho. Yeah, so far, so good. They put a lot of time and effort into that pilot, and I really, really hope it continues. Mm. So this has been now playing. That's very sultry. Let's Thank get you. to something I feel a bit more passionate about. Mm, Let's no, get into that? some rants. Ron is pissed. So, I suppose there's a little bit of a change of uh, this change, is gonna be, change of personnel this week. This is going to be Ronan's special guest rants. Yeah. Because I had a nice week. Who's your special guest? Let's go with you. Okay. I'm about to lay out some ranting. Oh, boy. You know what really grants my gears? Friction. No. Close. I mean, technically I'm correct. Corporate bureaucracy. <laughs> synergistic management solutions that don't solve anything. When people have the power to do something that really matters to you, but doesn't really matter a lot to them, and they decide not to for an arbitrary reason. Do you know what I don't like? Uh, people being slightly indifferent to me. I should be the most important thing in the universe. Hold on. So recently, we tried to get access to film at a location which was owned by a debt consolidation agency. <laughs> you said deaf. No. It was own- they owned a property that had been bought by NAMA because it went into bankruptcy. And There's it nobody was there. Perfect. What's for on us? it? Um, it's just a fantastic abandoned factory set. Oh, um, okay. We're, um, so, we're, we're, so we're insured. What's it like for health and safety? Fine. I thought he said like someone stepped on a nail or something. Well, that was way away in the building. Anyway, the person we were... <laughs> That's pretty big. The person we were in touch with said that we could probably film there. But once it went up to middle management, it was an instant no. Because corporate shills don't want to take an extra second out of their day to go out on a limb for someone else. It would have literally taken someone five minutes to actually think about it, read the email and go... Yeah, that seems fine. They're offering to pay for a security guard or whatever to come out and open the door for them. That We can totally make their entire year by saying yes. But instead, they take the easy option and say no. And that happens all the time. Did you offer to pay for like a safety advisor? That's the only thing they're worrying for. Yes! We have security guard and safety advisor. Yeah, it's actually, so much easier to say no. This is, we this, actually offered to pay for any expenses. This is the central. Yeah. This yeah. is the central thing of my rant. It's the same thing. I had I, I had a piece, something that I, I had ordered and got an import tax on that I couldn't pay, and they told me that they could keep it for as long as I wanted. When I came back to sell them, I could pay for it. They were like, "Oh, sorry, that's been marked as abandoned and has been sent to an overflow warehouse." Okay, that's fine. Can I please get the number for that? Oh, I'm really sorry. We can't get that for you. Which is code for I'm not bothered taking the five minutes it would take to like call someone to call someone else to get that number for you so you can actually get the thing you ordered. Uh, so now I owe UPS 100 euro for something I never got in the first place. Jeez. So really what I'm trying to say is... It sucks to be poor. If a little guy is asking you something that will only take you five or ten minutes out of your day to fix... I'm really matters to them, but doesn't matter much to you. Just do it, because otherwise you're being a total prick, and that's my rant for the week. What if they're a kid? Goes double. What? Wait, if the person asking is a kid? Yeah. Oh, sorry, never ever do it for a kid. <laughs> that's what I'd like. Sorry, if they're an adult. That's great. 18 plus. <laughs> yeah. If they're old enough to vote, then I will, I will, I will be if they nice can to go, them. If they can confidently buy a pack of Marlboro Reds, then they can... Marlboro Reds what are they grannies do them a favour it's a very heavy tar cigarette <laughs> for a pack of John Player Black 
<laughs> I thought it was blue. Uh, I, I think they're the ones with extra nicotine. Anyway, oh. that's my that's that's my rant. I, I'm glad to get it out of my system. You know, Thank you for allowing me to rant this week. You know, it was, it was nice and refreshing to see the venom spew out of you. <sighs> and you know what? Your problems are all trivial and stupid. <laughs> you're goddamn right. <laughs> but no, I see where you're coming from. I've never I've never kind of experienced that before. Usually, I'm the guy who goes. I'm going in here, and then I go there. I mean, you, it, it's sort of. I guess coming from a filming perspective it's a little unique but it usually happens with customer service oh yeah all my the time. broadband is broken you know the problem but you're just not willing to make two phone calls to have someone fix it for me I that fixed, kind of thing I fix my own broadband <sighs> it's just because I can't the self-satisfied engineering you just can't help it no it's just that I'm capable <laughs> <laughs> I am an adult who can mind myself <laughs> alright oh great so do you want to pack it up let's pack it in mmm that lack of theme tune right here means it's the end of the game and it's the end of the show. So let's now go to the phones for some catchphrases. All right. Uh, I've got one. Any Mondays, everything changed when the Fire Nation attacked. I like it. It's good. <laughs> I mean, Avatar was the greatest show ever made. So yeah, it's good. Anna Mondays, zero calories, zero listeners. Any Mondays... The best sushi in the Western Hemisphere. Any Mondays, because potatoes. Potato! There we go. He gets oh. it. If you want to get in touch with us, uh, it's at Anna Mondays on Twitter, uh, AnnaMondays at gmail.com, and if you'd like to join us on the mic, please send your submissions to submissions at google.jobs. <laughs> Thanks again, losers. I just stole an hour of your lives, probably. There is no time for the present. Good night, world! Adios. Later animators. Open Gangnam Style. Wake me up. Wake me up inside. Wake up. Wake me up inside. Call my name and save me from the dark. Wake me up. Bid my blood to the rock. Wake up. Before I come and save me from the nothing I become. Hey now, you're an all star. Get your game on. Go play. Hey now, you're a rock star. Get the show on. Get.